Hello, and welcome to another episode of Nostalgic Mystery Radio. I'm your host, Stevie Kay, and it's my honor to bring you the radio shows of yesteryear. For today's episode, I bring you Father Brown, episode titled The Perishing of the Pendragons, where mystery is afloat as the Cornish family's curse starts to unravel. So sit back and relax, and I hope you enjoy this Nostalgic Mystery Radio. Thank you for listening. Stories by G.K. Chesterton. We present The Perishing of the Pen Dragons, adapted by John Scotney, with Andrew Sachs as Father Brown. Out of oaks are our ships, jolly towers are our men, we always are ready, steady boys, steady. Oh, well done, Monsieur Flambeau. Oh, thank you, Sir Cecil. <laughs> ah, the life on the briny, eh, Father Brown? <laughs> the ozone. <sighs> I told you a sea trip would do you good. You've been working too hard. Yes, it's most kind of you, Sir Cecil, to take us out on your yacht. Is this the harbour? Harbour? Yes. Good Lord, no, Father Brown. We've tons of time yet to get the roses back in the cheeks. Oh. <laughs> Look at that, yes. eh? Always say Cornwall looks its best from the sea, especially this time in the evening. Yes, I'm sure you're right. When, when exactly will we put into the harbour? Well, I thought we'd put into Newlyn. Pretty little fishing place, full Newlyn. of these painter johnnies. Yes, is it very far to, 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 to Newlyn? What? Do, do we get there quite soon? I say, look at those uh, rocks. No, do you no, see I, them, Father Brown? Do uh, you see? Yes, I do. You were saying how far it is to this, this oh, look, uh, Newlyn. Look, look, oh, that one. It's just like, like old Merlin, the wizard. Oh, and the other. Oh, I swear it's a... It, it's a dragon. Yes, a, a dragon. <laughs> Say, Father Brown, you all right? You're looking a bit green about the gills. A bit of the old Maldemere? Yes. Well, no, I, I mean... Oh, dear, I, I'm afraid I'm not a very good sailor. <clears throat> Is it a long way to Newlyn, Sir Cecil? Newlyn? Not... Uh... Well, yes, to be honest, oh. it is a bit of... Oh, dear... Look, I'll tell you what we'll do. Yes. You see that river mouth coming up? Yes. We'll put in there. Glorious, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Looks very pretty in the sunset. In there. Marvellous sunsets yes. in these parts. Yes, there's a splendid old boy lives there. I'd like you to meet him. Hard a port, Mr. Tregear. Begging your pardon, sir, but no. It won't do. We can't turn yet. How do you mean, man? Them rocks this gentleman mentioned. There's Ed and Reese about him. Oh, only now, and we'll certain strike them. Oh, well, perhaps then. Wouldn't we... do you no good swimming, neither. Good Lord. Turn now, sir, and we wouldn't be the first to get ourselves drowned there. Oh, oh dear, I say. Oh. oh, no, nor the second, neither. Well, uh, maybe we'd better press on, then, huh? Uh, turn in over there. Go too far, sir, and we strike those rocks you said was like a dragon. But does that mean we can't put in at all, Mr. Tregear? I'll be well if we bide our time, sir. Uh, but it'll be dark soon. Uh, won't that make it even more dangerous? Safer in the dark, Your Honour. See that coast light up there? Hmm? We were saying in these parts. Uh, yes? Yes? Both eyes bright. She's all right. One eye winks. Down she sinks. Ah, uh, what, what, what is it you say? Looky, sir. See there? 
If you can only see that one light, you doesn't turn in. But in a few minutes, we'll see a second light. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Iron thing, full of blazing pitch. When you can see both, you turn sharper port. Ah. You go too far, why then you lose sight of this here light. Cause that's dangerous too. Oh, uh, yes. Brown. Turning too late, see, you've got to be nippy. Hmm. Really? Oh, that is interesting. Very interesting. Don't you think so, Father Brown? Father Brown? Uh, yes. If, if you'll excuse me, gentlemen, I, I think I'd better go below. Oh, pauvre Father Brown. Poor chap. Hearts of oak are our ships, jolly towers are our hands. We always are ready. ready. Two eyes bright. Right. She's all right. All right. One, One eye blinks. blinks. Down she, she sinks. sinks. Right <laughs> ah, you're right, Mr. Trigueira. It works. Why, sir? It do work. Uh, but supposing there was some other light, hmm? Wouldn't that confuse you? They passed a special act of parliament against any other light showing seaward, sir. Seeing as there'd been some incidents. Incidents? Oh, I think Mr. Trigueira means wreckers. People who set up false lights to lure ships onto the rocks oh, and yeah. steal the cargo. Yes, I have known such dreadful people. Why, I too once... The seafaring uh, tradition on these coasts isn't all wicked, of course. As great or greater seamen came from Cornwall as from Devon. You'll meet one when we meet the old sea dog we call the Admiral. The Admiral? Yes. There's his landing stage now. Ah, yes. Shouldn't you call Father Brown? The river water's calm enough. Do I think he'd rather wait until we're safely tied up. Oh, there you are. That, that's it. She's all tied up, safe and secure, Mr. Tregear. Thank you kindly, Sir Cecil. But I'll just step ashore and check him myself, if you don't mind. Very well, as you wish. Now, Father Brown, how do you feel now you're safe on dry land? <laughs> oh, much better, thank you. <sighs> oh, in the evening air, the scents are so much stronger. Oh, that's strange. What's that? Oh, that'll be some exotic plant the old admiral brought back from his travels. Mm. He sailed all over the world, you know, trying to make his fortune and bring back a bit of the old ready. But he reckons all he made was a few enemies and all he brought back were these plants you can smell. And a few curios. Got no cash, though he lives as if he really were an admiral. Ah, yes, you said before you call him the admiral. Mm. Everyone calls Captain Pendragon that. Though really, he was in the merchant service. Mind you, his ward, his nephew, he's just been commissioned in the King's Navy. Tickle the old boy pink, that oh, did. No, 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 there's another smell. Is there a kerosene lamp about? Oh, never mind the smells. Have you seen this wooden tower? Oh, good heavens, it's huge. As if it were built by a giant carpenter. Mm, rather a cack-handed giant. <laughs> oh, look there. Maybe that's where the smell came from. Uh, do you see? There are some people with a little fire. Just some campers, I expect. You always get a few at this time. Though usually the old admiral chases them away. If he doesn't like the campers, are you sure he'll want to meet us? Turning up out of the blue like this? Oh, of course he will. New Walter, that's his nephew, at school. The rich little tyke was my fag. Uh, fag? Yes. Inherited the family fortune when he was 12. Ghastly accident killed his father and mother and the admiral became his guardian. Didn't let young Walter see much of the money. Reckoned it'd spoil him. Wanted to keep it intact till he came of age. Anyway, come on. We must meet the old pirate. How do we find our way to the house? It seems very dark. Well, simple, old boy. Just 
follow this wooden fence. Ah, right it's not yeah. far. Look, there's the house. Bit hard to see. Got no windows facing seawards. There's a man there with a cutlass. Dash it all, no windows. That must be because of the Barry Act of Parliament Tregear told us about. He's attacking... Hmm? He's attacking a fence. Who's that? Where me is his private land? What do you think you're doing? Who are you? Admiral, it's only me. Huh? Cecil? Fanshawe? Sir Cecil Fanshawe. Fanshawe? Oh, yes. Cecil Fanshawe, water's friend. Yeah, well, look, Franchot, I'm afraid you've chosen rather an awkward oh, moment. I, I feel we've come at the wrong moment. Yes, perhaps we should... Um, look, Admiral, uh, if you'd rather we... Uh... Well, it's not... <laughs> no, what am I saying? <laughs> come on up. Oh, I'd like to see you. Sure? Well, of course, of course. These friends of yours, are they? Uh, Father Brown and Monsieur Flambeau. Enchanté, Admiral. We met in Falmouth, where Father Brown is convalescing. Glad to meet your acquaintance, gentlemen. Tell me, Admiral, do you, uh, do you generally attack the scenery with a sword whenever you want to go for a walk? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you've got to cut down this fence somehow. Uh, it's spoiling all the plants, and this old cutlass come to hand. <laughs> <laughs> Besides, gives me a chance to work off the frustration of being stuck here when I'm used to sailing all over the world. Uh, for that matter, hacking me way oh. through the green point. Uh, so Not this half-rotten fencing. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you stay here then, sir, instead of going back to the sea? I uh, saw so some confounded old bargains scribbled in a family Bible. Oh. But uh, to what do I owe the pleasure of this visit? Uh, Father Brown felt a little seasick. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted them to see your famous tower. What? That old monstrosity? Oh, come on now, Admiral. It mayn't look pretty, but... It's a romantic old place. They say, Monsieur Flambeau, that the wife of one of the Admiral's ancestors built it so she could see her husband's ship returning from fighting the Armada. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Stephen, nonsense, Fanshawe. You live in Cornwall a bit longer, you'll soon learn that the Cornish spin these yarns for the benefit of you foreigners. <laughs> Behind the fairy stories, we're a practical people. Prophetic. He was a Cornishman, don't forget. Uh, what? Who, who, who is this? Uh, the locomotive engineer. Ah, that's it. And Sir Humphrey Davy, the miner's safety lamp man. And that tower, too. That had a purely practical purpose. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you about it. If you join me for dinner, to tell the truth, I'd be glad of a bit of company. Well, that is extremely kind of you, but um, I'm not sure, uh, Father Brown. Uh... Well, uh, yes, I'd, I'd like to stay very much, if it's convenient for you, Sir Cecil. Oh, yes, splendid. <laughs> I'll uh, just nip back and tell Tregear to rustle himself up something on board. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, well, this way, gentlemen. Yes. Oh, I'd better warn you, don't be frightened by my servants. There are a couple of fellows I brought back from the cannibal islands. Cannibal? Fearsome-looking, but wonderful sailors and as loyal as dogs. Oh, I see your house is a little sturdier than the tower. Ah, yes, most of the building round here is good, solid granite. Mm -hmm. But the tower had to be built quickly. And it happened that a brigantine had smashed herself against the rocks, so they used the timbers and planks. You probably noticed the wood was covered in tar and pitch. Aha, that was your kerosene smell, Father Brown. Well, perhaps it was. But doesn't all that wood and tar make for something of a fire risk? I say, we saw some people camping there, and they'd lit a fire. Yes. Oh, be God. Indeed. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> Good. Here we are. Come in, gentlemen. Come in. Merci, Amir. What will you drink? The choice is small, but there's plenty of it. I can offer you rum, brandy, champagne, or the local cider. Oh, 
Rum, brandy, champagne, uh, uh, rum, please. And uh, may, may I have the cider? No, Tommy, you bring quick, quick, two big fella rum, one jug cider, chop, chop. Yes, Admiral Boss. <laughs> you bear a famous name, Captain Pendragon. Yes, I suppose I do. All Cornishmen claim to be related to King Arthur, but maybe we have a better claim than most. Well, I did hear tell... What, is the Admiral telling you about his family? Uh, Comes from great seafaring stock, don't you know? Uh, Captain, Mr Fanshawe was telling us before that Devon seamen weren't a patch on their Cornish neighbours. That's as maybe. But I'll tell you, they weren't like the swashbuckling Devon men the Cornish sailors were. They were hard and stubborn men, like Grenville of the Revenge, Captain Bly, or my old forebear, Sir Peter Pendragon. Uh, speaking of ships and sailors, there seems to be... Some sort of carving of a ship on this beam, and how strange. Do you mind if I clamber up and have a look at it? Oh, uh, oh yeah, why not? Thank You're bound you, to hear it so much. sooner or later. Oh, yes, thank you. That's, that's thank you so much. Oh, yes. Ah, there's an old sailing ship. Oh, what's this? Well, it, it could be a man standing up in the water, waving his arms. And this must be the tower. It was first built in the late 18th century against French privateers. Mm -hmm. It was a lookout tower. You Frenchies used to raid these coasts. Oh, now look, look here. Uh, anyway, my ancestor Peter Pendragon and some other local gentlemen got together to equip a fast brig with guns, got letters of mark from the king, and set out to give you a lot of taste of your own medicine. Oh, I assure you. And the old wooden tower was their lookout. Yes, I see. Now, would you just help me down? One day, our brig, oh. the Boscown, went out to intercept a privateer, or rather, a pirate, for it turned out. She was a Barbary Corsair from Algiers. No, not France. Well, anyway, she was sunk with all hands. Except for three officers, or whatever they call themselves. They escaped in a boat with a chest of treasure. But they were picked up by the brig, her master being my ancestor. Oh, that's Peter Pendragon. Yes. Yes, now, could you just... Help anyway, me as oh. they were coming into this river... Old Peter threw all three overboard. What? Huh? Could you just help me down? Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. So that's so kind. Thank well, you so much. Two yes. drowned immediately. Yes. But the third struck shallower water and raised his arms and shouted something in their heathen tongue before the current caught him and swept him away. And the superstitious folk round here reckoned he was cursing my family. That's a story you can see carved on the beam, Father Brown. Aye, 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 Anyway. That money was the foundation of our family fortunes, all founded on a blackamoor pirate's gold. Yeah, and speaking of blackamoors, where's our drinks? Tommy! Tommy, why you long time bugger off? Quick, quick! Oh, me coming, Admiral Boss, me coming. <laughs> me sorry, me sorry. <sighs> Thank you, Captain. That was an excellent meal. Yes, yes I indeed. don't do myself badly. Yes. And Jackie, he's the other boy. He's a half-decent cook. Oh, from the cannibal islands, you say. Do <laughs> <laughs> well, you have some brandy with your coffee? Oh, thanks. Uh, thank you very much, yes. Yes. I fear we must be away soon, Captain Pendragon. No, no, no. Stay the night. There's plenty of room. Oh. Oh, oh really? Anyway, I'd like you to meet my nephew. Walter? Yeah. He's bringing his fiance over in his sloop from Plymouth. Telegraph to say he'd arrive about midnight. Fiance? I say, what's this? Charming girl. Mind you, I told him he can't marry till he comes of age. But that won't be long. Is it a dangerous sailing in so late? Maybe. But he knows these waters well enough. Besides, <clears throat> there's a trick to finding the passage at night. Both eyes bright, she's all right. 
Ah, by Jove, Captain, your brandy is as good as your champagne. As I say, I like to do myself well. It's some consolation for being stuck here instead of being at sea. Oh, yes, you said there was some reason for this. Uh, something to do with the family Bible. Ah, yes, I'll, uh, I'll show you. Thank you, sir. Here. Uh, there we are. See? We all set our hand to it. Yes. See? Me, my father, and my brother... And that childish hand, that's water. We, the undersigned, do hereby... What's the point of it? The point? Mm, well, my father had just two boys, me and my elder brother, John. Our poor mother died young. I've always been a bachelor, but John married. Walter, my ward, is his son. Yes. The sea was in her blood, and we were each master of one of the family vessels. The business side was left to our agents. My father commanded a Boscowan. The name had become a family tradition. It was our largest vessel on the Australian run. We had mining interests there. And uh, you were in the South Seas? I was. I'm sorry, I still don't understand. Uh, this has something to do with the Muslim's curse? That it has. Over the years, we had our share of tragedies and misfortunes as a family, perhaps no more than happens to any other family that votes all its sons to sea. But my father now... He was a strange man, and as he grew older, he grew stranger. In many ways, he was as skeptical as I am, but he became obsessed with this curse idea. Eventually, he developed a notion to settle whether it was truth or trash. If all us Pendragon sailed about anyhow, he thought there'd be too much chance of natural catastrophes to prove anything. But if we went to sea one at a time, and in strict order of succession to the family property... He reckoned it'd show whether any connected fate followed the family. Ah, so you were recalled? Yes. And my elder brother. And made to swear on this here Bible. Yeah, it was a silly, superstitious notion, I thought. And I quarreled with my father pretty heartily over it. For I was ambitious, and besides, had to make me own way in life. Yet I was to be left to the last, coming in succession even after my young nephew and his son, should he have any. Uh, what about your nephew? I tried to dissuade him from the sea. Reckon if he stayed ashore, I could go back. But, well, salt water's in the blood. And I'm proud enough of him that he bears the king's commission. Anyway, it's a foolish, irrational thing. And I yarned on far too long about it. You never drop more brandy. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Your handshaking, Captain, is something troubling you. No, gentlemen, no! I will not believe the Pentragons are accursed! I will not! Admiral, are you all right? I tell you, if you don't, the tragedy I have. Even you, even you, Father Brown, will have to become an atheist and a skeptic to keep seeing in all this devilry. I'm sorry I didn't mean that. I, I, I'm a little distraught. Oh, dear fellow, I, I wish you'd sit if down. You'll, uh, if you'll excuse me, I'll just take myself for a... Breath of fresh air. That, that should do the trick. Hell, help yourselves. There's some more brandy and coffee. Excuse me. Uh, would you like us to come with you? No, 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 no. Thank you. I'd rather be alone. Oh, it won't be long. Well, um, hmm. you can't blame the old boy for being a bit het up. I don't care what he says. I reckon there must be something in the curse idea after what happened to his family. His uh, father and brother both died at sea, I fear? Yes. Mm. His father's ship was wrecked off Tasmania. Then only a few months later, the Admiral's brother and sister-in-law, Walter's parents, 
were drowned off this very coast. Really? Mm, they'd been out in their little pleasure boat, got a bit late. Mm. They were apparently coming back, and then... Well, no one quite knows what happened. But the incident certainly reinforced the old idea of the curse. How? They seem to have drowned in roughly the same place where Sir Peter threw the pirates overboard. The sunken reef by the rock you saw. Oh, yeah. Then, the very same night it happened, the old tower caught fire. The Admiral and his two servants spent half the night fighting the flames. People around here saw it as a sign. Hmm. Do you know, I think I might imitate the Admiral and take a stroll in the night air. Will you come too, Flambeau? Certainly. I won't, if you don't mind. Too comfortable here. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, perhaps you could ask the cannibal gentleman to brew up some more coffee. This has got a little cold. Mm. Uh, come, Flambeau, uh, you'll need your stick. Ah, here we are again, the tower. There should be a hose somewhere, Flambeau. Do you see one? Um, yeah, there's one here. Yes, well, bring it over, would you? What do you want it for? Can't you smell anything? Good Lord. Smoke? Yes, and there's no smoke without fire. Look, the tower. Mon Dieu, it's alight. Help me with the hose. Yeah. We might be in time to contain it. Here, lucky we hadn't gone to bed. I suppose it can't spread to the house. Well, you may remember that that fence that might have carried it was cut away. Look, the door's open. Ah, Point the hose inside. Oh, yes. This way, over here. Yes. Oh, over here. Goodness, yes, I'm doing my best here. Come on. Oh, great God, there's someone in the tower. It's the Admiral. Put that hose down. Put that hose down, or I... Look out, Flombo, he's got his cutlass. Why, you... Ah, well yes. done, Father oh, Brown. Flombo, your sword stick. I have it. I'll go. Try and, try and hold him. I'll deal with the fire. Flombo, yes. what's happening? The hose is... Oh, I see. The loyal retainers. We're here. We're here, Admiral Boss. What do you want us to do? Kill us, Admiral Boss. Kill us. Ah, Tommy, Ducky, good man. Look out, Flambeau. He's got some kind of blowpipe. Would you? Move your weapons. Drop it. Quickly. That was just to warn you. Oh, Mr. Tregear. You arrived in the nick of time. On the left. Never. Never. Stop him. Never. Shoot, man. Oh, he's escaped. He's dived in. No, sir, he's not escaped. I told you, there's no escape from the caverns here. Oh, my goodness me. Is there nothing we can do? No, nothing. Now, if you tied up these two headhunters, there's some rope over there. Of course. I, I say, what's happening? Good. There's no time to explain now. You weren't able to keep the servants in the house. No, as soon as I mentioned you'd popped out for a stroll, they jabbered something and dashed off themselves. Right, they are secure now. Ah, Sir Cecil. Oh, Trigger, what are you doing here? And why have you got my starting pistol? A starting pistol? The bullets are all blanks? Yes, well, you see, I heard the commotion, and it was the only weapon of any kind on the yard. You're a brave man, sir. I salute you. But, Father Brown, I still don't understand what it's all about. Uh, both eyes bright, she's all right. One eye blinks, down she sinks. Ah. Mr. Tregear, you said that in entering the river, you had to be very nippy as soon as you saw the second light. That's right, sir. And Walter Pendragon, coming down the channel, could easily mistake the burning tower for the second light. We must sail out and try and catch it. Yes, I was expecting you gentlemen back. I've got the auxiliary engine going. Oh, come then. There's not a moment to lose. Come Still no sign, and it's nearly one o'clock. If he's under sail, he's got a hard job coming here with the wind in this quarter. It's possible, but slow. Tell me, did Captain Pendragon ever do any amateur acting? <laughs> yes, yes, he did, as a matter of fact. He was Sir Richard Grenville in the local pageant. He was very good when Grenville was mad, after the sinking of the Revenge. Ah, I thought he acted his little breakdown rather well. 
When the clock struck eleven and he needed an excuse to get outside and start his bonfire? Is that when you first suspected him? Uh, no. No, I didn't really trust him from the first. To begin with, he wanted to get rid of us, and I thought, ah, he's up to something. And then he welcomed us with open arms, and I wondered if he decided we might be useful as witnesses to establish some sort of alibi. And so it proved, hmm? We were to bear witness, the fire was an accident, started by the campers, no doubt, so he would claim. You know, I thought it was strange that when I told him about their fire, he complained to us, but he didn't go and tell them to put it out. Why didn't I think? But he seemed such a decent old stick. No, few men are what they seem. He felt he hadn't got the station in life he deserved. He complained of poverty, but he certainly lived well. <laughs> and with Walter coming up to his 21st birthday and getting married, he saw the money slipping away from him forever. <sighs> yes, so he made his plan. He couldn't display another light to entrap the boat because of the Act of Parliament. But an accidental fire in the pitch-covered wooden tower helped along with a can or two of kerosene. And I suppose that's how he killed his brother, too. With fire and water. Well, so, it seems the wicked uncle of legend very nearly got his estate. Well, 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 I've... Wait, look, look, over there. Hmm? A sail, a white sail. Oh, it's yes. coming this way. She's a sloop, all right. Could be the one. Hello there! Hello! Hello! No answer. What's her name, Sir Cecil? No. Oh, dash it all, I've, I've no idea. No, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute. Uh, it's, uh, sea spray! Hello, sea spray! Hello! Hello! Hello? What is it? Is Sub Lieutenant Pendragon aboard? Yes, that's me. What is it? Repeat, what is it? Imperative, you heave two at once, sir. You must heave two. Very well. I'm heaving two. Yes, 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 he's stopping. Ah, all's well. Thank heaven for that. Oh, I feel better now. Oh, oh dear, no. No, no, I feel worse. In all the excitement, I'd quite forgotten about my seasickness. But now, oh dear. Oh, Oh, my poor friend. Oh, well. Oh, well, never mind. After we get to Newland, you need never go near the sea again for months. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's just the trouble. You see, I'm sailing to America next week. In The Perishing of the Pendragons by G.K. Chesterton, the part of Father Brown was played by Andrew Sachs. Flambeau by Olivier Pierre, The Admiral, Edward Kelsey, Sir Cecil Fanshawe, Brian Hewlett, Tregear, Keith Crawshaw, Tommy and Walter, James Good. The Perishing of the Pendragons was adapted by John Scotney and directed from Bristol by Alec Reed. been a nostalgic mystery radio presentation i hope you enjoyed this episode please feel free to like and rate this podcast on your favorite app also there's a nostalgic mystery radio youtube page for your perusal to subscribe to 
you can contact me by emailing me at nostalgicmysteryradio at gmail.com. I hope you have a blessed day or evening. And again, thank you for listening.